Since our last confirmation process update, the Biden administration has remained busy working to fill the over 1,200 presidentially appointed and Senate confirmed government positions, which are known as PAS officials for short. Biden has already gained approval of all of the 15 traditional cabinet positions. So today, my perspective will focus on the individuals that have been nominated to the Department of Defense in recent weeks. Right now, the Pentagon has three top leaders in place. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin was confirmed on January 21st, 2021, one day into the Biden term. And Deputy Secretary Cap Hicks was confirmed on February 2nd, 2021. Biden's nominee for Undersecretary for Policy, Colin Call, was just confirmed to the role on April 27th. These are three of what I consider the top 12 or enterprise leadership positions in DOD. Currently, the rest of the 58 PAS's roles, including the three service secretaries, the six undersecretaries, and the 13 plus assistant secretaries of defense, these positions are all filled by acting leaders right now. This will change as President Biden's 19 recent nominees are processed by the Senate Armed Services Committee and the U.S. Senate. Those nominees at the undersecretary level are as follows. For the, the Office of the Secretary of Defense Comptroller, Mike McCord has been nominated. Mike Brown for the Undersecretary for Acquisition and Sustainment. Ronald Moultrie as the Undersecretary for Intelligence and Security. Gil Cisneros for the Undersecretary for Personnel and Readiness. Heidi Hsu as the Undersecretary for Research and Engineering. And Susanna Bloom as Director of CAPE, the Cost Assessment Program Evaluation Function, which is found at the highest levels of OSD. Now, the Service Secretary positions are also enormously important as these roles are statutorily responsibility for all matters within the three military departments, by the way, whose budgets are individually larger than every other cabinet department other than the VA. These leaders are the top civilians and by statute are responsible for organizing, training, and equipping the military. On April 15th, the Biden administration nominated Christine Wormuth as Secretary of the Army. If confirmed, as I think she will be by a wide bipartisan margin, Wormuth will be the first woman to serve in this position. On April 28th, the administration nominated Frank Kendall to be Secretary of the Air Force. Like Wormuth, who served as the Undersecretary of Policy from 2014 to 2016, Kendall served in the Pentagon during the Obama administration as well as the Undersecretary of Defense for Acquisition, Technology and Logistics from 2012 to 2017. So we have two old hands coming back. As of Monday, May 3rd, the Biden administration has not released its nominee for Secretary of the Navy. There are also a number of assistant secretary positions. They, these roles typically report to the undersecretary and focus on more specific issue areas than the broader undersecretary does. Uh, during recent weeks, the Biden administration announced several nominees in this category. Eli Ratner, is the Assistant Secretary of Defense for the Indo-Pacific and Security Affairs, Brenda Sue Felton as the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Manpower and Reserve Affairs, Deborah Rosenblum as the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Nuclear, Chemical, and Biological Defenses, Sean Skelly to the ASD for Readiness, and Mara Carlin for ASD Strategy, Plans, and Capabilities. In total, 
The administration has named 19 DOD nominees as of this today. There's also close to 100 positions below the PAS level that have been filled. With so many nominations recently announced, the Senate will have to balance nomination hearings with the upcoming fiscal 22 consideration of the National Defense Authorization Act. But just recently, Senate Armed Services Committee Chairman Jack Reed announced that his committee would delay their work on the annual defense bill until midsummer, since the White House has not yet released its full budget. While this will likely push the authorization and appropriation bills to after Thanksgiving, the Armed Services Committee can now focus almost exclusively on hearings for nominees during the month of May. Noting the high number of recently announced nominations, Chairman Reed said, and I quote, getting these nominees confirmed as quickly as possible will require many hearings, end quote. The SAS will utilize panels of nominees to hold as many hearings as possible before their Memorial Day recess. And despite what some have called a slow pace, the Biden administration has actually been running ahead of past administrations when it comes to nominating officials to the PAS roles. According to a fact sheet provided by the White House Office of Presidential Personnel, by his 100th day in office, President Biden has announced his intent to nominate 233 people for Senate-confirmed jobs, a number higher than any past administration at this same point in time. Moreover, of a Biden's approximate 1,500 agency appointees already on board that didn't require Senate confirmation, 58% are women, 18% identify as Black or African American, 15% identify as Latino or Hispanic, and 15% identify as Asian Americans or Pacific Islanders. It is evident that the White House is working to fulfill Biden's campaign promise to have leaders who, quote, look like America, end quote, including within the Department of Defense, which is celebrating a large number of firsts with these nominees as well. I will continue to keep you updated as the administration and the Senate continues through the nomination and confirmation process. Thank you for listening.